0: Welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor at Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Beaumont, Texas. For more information about Church on the Rock and Ron Hammonds Ministries, visit cotr.com As I said earlier, tomorrow our nation will observe Memorial Day in remembrance of those soldiers and sailors and airmen and Marines who gave their life in defense of our freedoms. Tomorrow is a somber day it's not that we should not enjoy ourselves but we should hold a realization that people died to give us our freedoms it is a rare godlike quality that convinces a person to love people who may not love them back it is a rare godlike quality to love someone before they love you, to love them even if they don't love you, and to help them even when they potentially will despise you for what you are doing. We saw that after the Vietnam War and even during the Vietnam War, our soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines coming home and, and being despised for what they were doing, being rejected, being spit upon. Even Jesus suffered this type of persecution. You see, it humbles us as it should to know that so many people gave their lives. So many people who never knew us gave their lives for us that we might have the chance to pursue this American dream. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. All over the world, people are trying to get to America. Why? Because America is great. We offer life liberty and the pursuit of happiness we are one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all surely we have our problems but we are wrestling and struggling with our problems we are doing our best to bring justice to every situation why because it is incumbent upon us it is in our DNA God made us this way but never let us forget what it cost for the past 243 years, if you were to average on a daily basis how many lives of our military were given in defense of these freedoms we enjoy, you would find it to be more than 15 lives every day for 243 years have been given on the fields of battle. Just as we cannot have heaven without the death of Jesus Christ. We cannot have heaven without a sacrifice. We cannot have have heaven without His blood. Neither can we have America without the sacrifice of soldiers. They gave their lives. They gave their all. And we need to remember them. Please, tomorrow, make sure that you take time to be thankful. You see, without Jesus... Nothing we do in this world matters. What we do is we give opportunity. We don't make it or break it on the good things that we do. We don't make it or break it on those things that happen to us, those tragedies and traumas that come along the way. But if we make it, we will make it because we have a relationship with Jesus Christ all of the leaders of this world in every war every fault and one since time began cannot save one soul in eternity often we place so much emphasis on the comforts of this life without fully considering the comforts and the cost of the next I thank God for America but yet there is a kingdom that shines much brighter in this world and will shine for eternity. We truly thank God for every blessing we have received, and we pray, God, that He would grant us more in days to come. However, no blessing, no sacrifice, no fortune can compare to the glory that we shall receive when we pass from this life to the next with Jesus Christ. Peace cannot be purchased. It must be won. And it's won by those who give their lives. Life is not a lottery. Life is a certainty. It is certain. It is certain that those who have Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of their lives, it is certain that when you pass from this life to the next, You will be welcomed into an eternity with God and there you will enjoy eternal life and blessing. It is a certainty. Life is not a lottery. It is a certainty. It is certain as well that if you refuse to call upon Jesus Christ, if you refuse to humble yourself to His Lordship, if you refuse to receive Him as Savior in this life, it is a certainty that you will die and eternal death. Our scripture reading today will come from the New Testament book of Romans. And let me encourage you to realize that we have no strength to change our lives. We have no ability within ourselves to get good enough to be accepted by God. We have no ability, no strength. Sometimes we don't recognize the fact that everyone else in the world is just like us. Everyone else, they're just like you. You know your intent, you know your heart, you know your hope. You know what you are afraid of. You know what you're happy with. You, I mean you. And if you're not watchful, you can think that 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 you are. You know, I mean, you're the only one. You're 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 some, somehow special. Something you know. But you're just like every other person on planet Earth. Every person who has ever been born. Every person in every generation. Every person in every nation is no different. Not one bit different than you. They wake up with hope and desire. They go to bed at night. They're tired. They love their children. They're concerned about their money. They're just like you. They want to be better. They want more. They have hope. They have heart. They're just like you. With perhaps one exception. Perhaps they have not had the opportunity that you have had so freely to know about Jesus Christ and to have so many opportunities to encounter a clear message You see, today, if this was the only day that you were ever in church, if this was the only day that you were ever watching, if this is the only time that you are ever exposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ, it is our hope, it's God's hope that a clear message would be placed in front of you. But as Americans, as people who, who are very blessed, you know how blessed you are? Most likely, last night, You were in a house. Were you in a house? Probably. Uh, I would imagine that almost every one of you had a bed. Did you sleep in a bed? Oh, yeah. I would even venture to say that I bet you had air conditioning. You probably got up this morning and had a choice as to what you would put on to wear today. You probably have clothes at home that you're not wearing right now. I imagine you even have extra shoes. Hmm? Oh, and you probably came here in a car. That either you own or a friend owns or a family owns. And, 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 and so you probably didn't have to walk here today. I bet that when you leave here, I bet today before the sun goes down that you'll have something to eat. Right And I would venture to say that you're so blessed that you could probably eat anything you want today. If you wanted Italian, a hamburger, Mexican, Asian, you know, anything, I would bet anything you want. You get to eat today if you want to. Outside of having to go with somebody else that doesn't want to eat there. (laughs) And you know what? I imagine today that if you choose, you could take a nap in air conditioning. I would even venture to say that you could go to the movie if you wanted to. Or to the lake. I bet that you could... You know, drive to another city if you just wanted to. And if you really wanted to, I bet you could go get on an airplane and go somewhere. (laughs) Do you realize how blessed you are? Much of the world, that is crazy. That you could do anything you wanted. You could move to another city when you wanted. You could, you, could, you know, I mean, think of it. That's alarmingly crazy. So blessed. You have been so blessed. It wasn't free. Someone paid for that. They paid for your opportunity when you had no strength. You didn't make that happen. You 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 didn't make that happen. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa wait, wait. You can't even figure out how a cell phone works. (laughs) You had no strength. And someone else made it happen for you. You just came along and enjoyed it. You're just enjoying the blessings. You didn't make them happen. You didn't sail with Columbus in 1492. You weren't in the American Revolution. You didn't fight through the Civil War. You weren't down at the Alamo. Someone else paid for that. And do you know what? They paid for it, and they want you to enjoy it. They want you to enjoy the benefits of what they gave their life for. They were giving their life so that you could be free. You could be free to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, and joy that you could have a family and not be afraid that the government's going to come into your home and take everything. And so they put together a bill of rights and they gave their life and they pledged their life lives so that you could not you know have to endure you wouldn't have to endure illegal search and seizure or or you know or or, or double jeopardy so that you could face your accusers so that you could have freedom of speech and freedom of religion and, and the freedom to bear arms against a tyrannical government if it ever arises Freedom from self incrimination. You cannot be tortured in the United States and made to confess to a crime whether you did it or not. Boy, you are blessed. Someone paid for that. Someone paid for us to enjoy this Sunday. It's not free. And future generations will not have it. It will go away unless people today are also willing to pay. It's not free. We are so blessed in this nation that we get to come together on a Sunday morning without fear that we're going to all be arrested they were going to be taken to jail it's not so in many countries we get to hear turn on almost any radio uh, television you know um, posters do you know how many times you in America have been exposed to the gospel of Jesus Christ constantly inundated with an opportunity to be born again with an opportunity to hear the truth. Many times we don't think, we don't appreciate it enough to pay respect to this chance we have that other people don't have. Romans, the fifth chapter, verse six. For when we were still without strength, you were without strength. The picture of being without strength here is a picture of laying laying flat out on a piece of ground, stretched out, without any ability to rise, without any hope, without any help, without any strength, nothing I can do. I am am without strength, without ability. I cannot help myself. No hope, no help, no strength. For when we were still without strength, In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. Oh, my goodness. He died for ungodly people who were without strength. He did not die for good people. He died for bad people. He did not die for saved people. He died for lost people. He did not die for people who could help themselves. He died for people who could not help themselves. He was, he was often complained about because he hung out with sinners. But he, say, he, he said, I did not come to call the righteous. I came to call the sinner. I'm looking for people who need help. I'm looking for people without strength. People who can do nothing. You see, when you think you can do something, Jesus will just pass you by. When we were without strength, Christ died for the ungodly. Why would he do that? Verse 7, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. You know, I mean, come on now. You and me, we wouldn't even want to die for a good man. It's hard to find somebody that would die for a good person, a a, a person that's right. I mean, come on now. Here's what we would generally say. Well, you know, yeah, they're a good person, but, you know, they, you know, I mean, I mean, they're the ones that did it. I mean, why should I die? Okay. Uh, You know, uh, it's their turn. It's their time. I mean, fate. I don't know, you know, uh, the luck of the draw. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, would I, uh, for scarcely, it's hard to find somebody that was, is willing to die for a good person. let alone somebody that's not. Yet perhaps for a good man, someone would even dare to die. You know, everybody is so into their friends. Jesus was into looking for people who didn't have friends. Everybody's so into, you know, me and mine. What are we doing for those who don't have, for those who need? You might even be able to find somebody that would die for a good man. It's possible. They might even dare to die. Verse 8, but God demonstrates his own love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. See, Jesus didn't die for a good man. He didn't die for a righteous man. He didn't die for a man who was capable and able. He died for us when we had no strength, when we could not help ourselves. He stepped on the scales for us. He gave his life for us. That's the love of God. God demonstrated his love towards us in that while we are still sinners, Christ stepped on the scale just for the chance that we might say yes. There's also the chance that we might hate him, that we might make fun of him, talk bad about him, spit on him, dismiss him, discard him, not care about what he did, not listen to him, don't want to hear him, don't want to follow him, don't want to be bothered by him. Oh my goodness, I get enough of this Christian stuff. And I am a Christian. Just for the chance. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having now been justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. Can you imagine being an enemy of God? Wow. Think about it now. You on one side of the battle line and God on the other. Can you imagine lining up against God? Think about it now. He's God. You're dust. He's eternal. He can snuff you out like that. Could you imagine being an enemy of God? Well, you were. You were. When we were enemies. You were an enemy of God, and you didn't even know it. You were completely unaware of it. And this is often what happens with people. They are completely unaware of all of the wonderful things they have, and they imagine that by, by their own might or by their own strength they have done it. And then realizing that, 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 you know, all of a sudden, I'm without God. When we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son. God reconciled His enemies. Reconciled is our our religious word for the day. What in the world does it mean? Okay, Let's get down to common terms. What in the world does this reconciled mean? Here's what it means. That Jesus Christ paid one time for all sin forever. It was a mass scale of paying for sin. Jesus paid for all sin, all sin for every person. Forever. Jesus did that. That's what reconciliation means. Um, Sometimes perhaps you go online to your accounts, your checking accounts, or go into an old-fashioned book or get a statement and you reconcile your checkbook, you reconcile your accounts. That means that, 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 that you're making sure that everything adds up and, and that everything works and that and, and, and all the debts are paid and everything is, is, is accounted for. That's what Jesus did. Jesus reconciled us to God. You see, mankind was an enemy of God. The devil was an enemy of God. Mankind was an enemy of God. We are no longer enemies of God. Man is no God still hates sin. God still is an enemy of this world and he is against the system of this world. But mankind was pulled out of the coalition of God's enemies by Jesus Christ who came in the image of man and paid for the sins of man. Jesus does not have to go to the cross every time somebody wants to get saved. Jesus paid for all sin once. One payment for all sin forever. Sin has been paid for. You have been reconciled to God. Now, reconciliation is not salvation. Reconciliation means sin of mankind has been dealt with and we are now put into a pool of people outside of the enemies of God. We have become potential children of God. God is not mad at man anymore. We are not his enemies anymore. Jesus paid the price to reconcile us and reconciliation was done on a mass scale but salvation is an individual One person at a time. Acceptance. You can't get saved in a mass scale. It is a personal acceptance of Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But God reconciled the world unto himself. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself. And he made sure that every person had a chance to be born again. That God did not treat us like enemies. God is not treating you like an enemy. God is not your enemy, and you are not God's enemy today. You have been reconciled through the death of Jesus Christ. You have been given an opportunity through the death of Jesus Christ. At one time, this opportunity did not exist. But today, because of the death of Jesus, because of his blood, and because of the reconciliation, you can be born again. God is willing to receive you unto himself if you will but believe upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and call upon him to save your soul. Believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth, you can be saved. There was a day when man could not be saved. You can be saved today. There will come a day when man cannot be saved. You can be saved Today, basically, we are at peace with God now. We have peace in our time. But we need peace for all time. Thank God for the days that we have peace. But we need peace for all eternity. Let me encourage you today, if you are not born again do not leave here lost if you are without strength especially if you are without strength turn it over to him he wants you to have peace and live in peace he wants you to enjoy the blessings and the benefits he wants you to know him Don't discount what he did.